Hey friends, two quick things before we get started with today's episode. I actually just finished recording the episode, but there was two things that I forgot to mention because I wrapped it up a little sooner than I originally planned uh, just because my youngest actually woke up. (laughs) You can probably hear him right now. So one thing I forgot to wrap up kind of full circle was the reason for the title. So the life or death impact of a positive mindset I talked the whole time about a positive mindset, but meant to bring it back full circle about life or death implying sanctification or not. So you'll hear more about that in the episode, but I did kind of mean to emphasize that one last time at the end of the episode. And then the second thing was just one final reminder of the giveaway that I'm doing. It is located in my Facebook group, which is linked in the show notes. So there's a giveaway I'm doing for reviewing my podcast. The giveaway is going all the way through the month of October, and I will put more details of that in the show notes. But I did just mean to remind you of that since we are getting near the end of the month and then the giveaway will be closed. All right. I hope you enjoy the episode. Hi there, you're listening to the Crunchy Catholic Podcast. I'm your host, Rosie, traditional Catholic wife and mother, bringing you messages of hope and encouragement during these crazy times that we're in. Here we'll talk about faith, motherhood, and natural living, but also all the areas in between. I want to help you not just survive motherhood, but thrive in it. In this day and age, we have so many resources at the tip of our fingers, if only we put in the effort. I am a firm believer in personal development and always striving to put our best foot forward. Sometimes that means the more technical matters like baby wearing or sleep training, but it also refers to the most important matters such as prayer life and living out the truths of our Catholic faith. While all these resources are nice, I also know that it can be a bit overwhelming knowing where to even begin. That's why I'm here to help you find the balance between all the things that come with mom life while also living out your Catholic faith in a way that is pleasing to God and effective to the development of your soul and the souls of your children. After all, that's why we're here. All right, without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Hey friends, I am so happy to be here recording a podcast for you all I honestly wish I could record like three podcasts a week. That would be so amazing. But unfortunately, it's just something that can only happen when I, you know, have a quiet moment to do so. So today is my once a week day that my two older kiddos are with a sitter and my littlest is sleeping. Knock on wood. I won't actually knock on wood because that'll be really loud on the microphone, but you get the idea. (laughs) So I have such a list of podcast ideas, and eventually, hopefully, I'll record them all. But today, a new idea came to me, and it was so overwhelming that I had to record that idea, even though I still have a list of other ideas. So today's episode, as you already know from the title, is the life or death impact of a positive attitude. That's a pretty powerful title. That's that's some nerve to, to call a podcast episode that, but I... Goodness, I can't even explain how strongly I just get these ideas. I know it's just inspiration from the Holy Ghost to talk about something, and sometimes I sit and think, oh, wow, I'm, I'm going to talk about that? That's what you're having me talk about? And I don't even make notes. I don't look anything up. I just hit record, and here we go. And I know it's working because people just can't say enough good things about the podcast, and I don't say that 
as a toot my own horn kind of thing. I say that as just complete humility and thanksgiving to God and the Holy Ghost for inspiring me to talk about these things. I recently said to someone on a Facebook post, they entered my Facebook community and, you know, thanked thanked me for welcoming them, etc. And I was just explaining how I used to have what's called imposter syndrome. If you're part of the online social media world of influencers and so on, you know that the term imposter syndrome refers to feeling like you're not adequate, feeling like you're not good enough for the role that you're in, and that there's others who could do it better than you and so on. And that used to be a little bit how I felt. I felt like, who am I to tell these mothers who are some of them older than me, some of them have way more kids than me, some of them have way more experience than me, some of them have, you know, a much bigger social media following, all these different things that I used to stop and compare. And that is what used to hold me back from sharing as much content as I do now, is I used to think, who am I to share about this sort of stuff? And then, thanks be to God, I had a huge perspective shift and realized Okay, Rosie, God knows that you have a knack for (laughs) talking, (laughs) a knack for, you know, you're not afraid to public speak, if you will. You're not afraid to put yourself out there on the internet. You're not afraid to, you know, you have these different talents of being able to pick up technology and all these different things that I'm I'm good at. He's given me those talents. They come from him. These different things that I'm good at, he's given me for a reason. So he chose me to share this message. And that isn't a reflection of of who I am. It's merely a reflection of who he is. So to sit here and say God, I know you gave me all these thoughts and heartfelt inspirations in my head, and I know exactly how to publicize it because you gave me the the knack for technology and you gave me the smarts to do a podcast, but I'm not going to do it because I'm too shy or I'm not good enough. That's not how he wants me to think. So instead of thinking, who am I to share all this stuff with all of you, the question really should be, who am I to question him In his infinite wisdom, he, of course, delegated me to share this message. So I'm very grateful for that, and I will continue to do so as long as the inspiration is still there. And right now, the inspiration to talk about a positive mindset is overwhelmingly powerful. So that's what I'm going to talk about because, friends, I am human. I have had my good days, and I have had my really, really, really not good days, and For a long time in my life, I think my really bad days were only so-so. Not to say my life was perfect, but as you know, if you're listening to this, you're most likely a mother, you know that becoming a mother, it's the greatest thing in the entire universe, but it's also the hardest thing in the entire universe. And it's hard in so many different ways. It's hard because you're often sleep-deprived. It's hard because... You're the only mom. So when a kid is sick or tired or hurt or needs something or is just having a rough day, they usually just want you and you're the only one who knows how they want their sandwich cut or what favorite stuffed animal they're crying for or what they mean when they say whatever word no one else can understand. All these different things, it's a lot of weight on your shoulders to not even be able to sneak into the bathroom for five seconds without your toddlers banging the door down. It's really overstimulating 
to be whether you're a stay-at-home mom or even a working mom because as a working mom, you come home to all the stimulation and all the needs and all the demands and all the, the whininess, the need for quality time. It's a good and a beautiful thing, but it's also really, really hard. So as moms, we are seriously put to the test. Can't remember the exact scripture verse, but it's something like, as gold is tried by the fire, so too is the heart of a man. So we we are made better by going through difficult things. And that is especially true in motherhood. So back to the, the mindset aspect of what motherhood puts us through. There are a lot of different factors going against us. The lack of sleep, the high, high, high need for our attention from everyone in our family, you know, the house, the dog, the kids, our husband, all these different areas that we are so needed can be very challenging. And all the other things that come up like sickness or, you know, different tragic life circumstances, it can be really, really difficult to maintain a positive mindset. And I know you might be thinking, (laughs) I'm coming from a place of, oh, it's easy for you to say stay positive. Like, look all over your website. You're happy-go-lucky. Well, I'm not. I I am because I strive to be. I'm not positive because it comes natural. I'm positive because I put in the daily effort and I'm extremely proactive about taking care of my mind, the health of my mind, because I know what it feels like to have those really hard days and those really dark moments of wanting to just give up on even trying to be positive. And this is really vulnerable to talk about. I've talked a little bit about it in my private Facebook group where I feel a little more safe on talking about certain things where I feel like, okay, I only have, you know, 800 sets of eyes on me, not who knows how many are going to eventually listen to this podcast episode. But I think it's important enough, and again, I was feeling the inspiration from God to talk about it, that I am going to share it. And I do want people to know that if you have those really hard days, whether they're rare or whether they're becoming an everyday thing, you are not alone. And there's so many resources out there about how to think positive and, you know, grounding exercises for when you're having a hard moment and different, you know, meditations and focuses you can start your day off with. And all of those things are completely helpful. I absolutely love the concept of a growth mindset, personal development, positive thinking, all these different practices you can do to help yourself stay positive and to help yourself combat when you're having a hard moment. But ultimately, it is a battle of of the spirit. It is a battle of the soul. It is not a battle of the flesh. It is a a battle beyond this world. And I know that sounds like really drastic, but it's absolutely true. Because if you think about it, the enemy, the devil, Lucifer, whatever you want to call him, say his name out loud and know that we're, we're talking about, yes, we're talking about him. He knows that if he can get you in a negative mindset It is so much easier to get you to fall in many other ways, whether that's sin or whether it's simply 
being in a less positive place and therefore having that much less positive influence on those in your life. So when you think about it that way, it makes sense that it is so hard to dig yourself out of a negative space sometimes. It makes sense that no matter how many podcasts you listen to or how many grounding exercises you do or how much gratitude journaling you do in the morning, some days you still find yourself in that really negative headspace. So the devil is very, very smart and he knows us. He he watches us. He studies us. He knows every mannerism. He knows what things set us off. He knows what things put us in that bad space, whether it's our kids throwing a fit or our kids fighting or the mess around the house. And he just gets into your head and makes you feel worse and worse and worse about yourself. It's the reason why some days certain things bother you and other days that same thing doesn't. So for me, the example is the mess around the house. If the house is really messy and I'm having a great day, I did my my prayers and my, my morning routine, everything's going great and it's a little messy, I can honestly look at it and I can tell myself, it's fine, you know, we're in a season of life, the kids are young and I'm gonna get to it at you know, a certain time based on my cleaning routine, like it's fine. Whereas if I'm in a really bad headspace and just having a bad day, everything has gone wrong, the kids won't stop fighting, they won't stop whining, everyone's just in a really bad mood, I look at that mess and suddenly it's like the world is falling apart. All of a sudden it's this spiral of thoughts, like the house is a mess, I'm a mess, I haven't even gotten ready for the day, Nothing is organized. Nothing is how it's supposed to be. Everything's a disaster. Dinner isn't even going to be ready on time because I'll never keep up because this mess is never ending because all the kids do is throw things on the floor. It just goes on and on and on and on and on. And nothing was different about those two scenarios except for the mindset. The mess itself, I'm talking about an equal mess. Same mess in scenario one as the mess in scenario two. But the difference of the mindset being in a space of it not bothering you versus it being, you know, the straw that broke the camel's back, essentially, which is so sad that something so small, I mean, it might be a big mess, but significance wise, it's small for that to ruin your whole day goes to show that you have some deeper work to do. So we need to get to a place of understanding of our own mind and how it works and basically going beyond the worldly level of it and recognizing that it's actually a spiritual matter. It really is. There's so much in the Bible about the mind. There's the scripture that says, you know, whatever is good and holy and just and wonderful, think on these things. And I'm sorry that I'm not quoting each of these scriptures. I am a little bad with my memory in that regard, but I'll look them up and put them in the show notes. But it tells us to think on these things, not to be, you know, quick to anger. There's so much that talks about it. So we know it's something that is important to God, and we know that it is of spiritual significance. So if we can recognize it in that way, if we can see, man, if you could see me filming this podcast episode, I've never been so with motion with my hands, if you will. I've never been this moving with my hands because I'm so passionately thinking about this and just wishing that I could get into your head and explain to you the the eye-opening 
exposure that I have had to this concept. I've listened and read so many different things, but ultimately just prayed and experienced myself the difference of those really, really good days versus those really, really bad days. And if you can look in your life and think of a time where you had just the best day ever, maybe it was several days, maybe it was several weeks. For me, we were on cloud nine after my youngest, Nolan, who is now seven weeks today, right after he was born, was like cloud nine. And if you haven't listened to all my podcast episodes, go back a few episodes to his birth story because my first two kids were C-section and then my little Nolan, he was my home birth. It was so healing and redeeming and empowering and I tear up every time that I talk about it and it made it, got to catch myself here. It made it feel like nothing in the world could have ever gotten me down ever again. That is truly how I felt. In those early days after he was born, it felt like there was nothing that was ever going to get me down ever again. That's how positive I was. That's how much the gratitude of what had happened was affecting me. And I knew that it wasn't going to last forever. I knew that it was a honeymoon phase, if you will, but I still you know, was soaking up every moment of it and recognizing, hey, this is a really, really, really good time. This is a high of my life. And I know that things will go back to normal and I will have my days, my moments that are really, really hard. I know that I will, but I'm going to, you know, I made a proactive point of thinking about it this way. I'm going to think back of how happy I was right after he was born and remind myself of how good it felt to feel joyful and happy and grateful. So my point being, I experienced the really, really, really high. I knew what it felt like. It was wonderful. Everything went well. Even though things still went wrong, they were still going well. We still had messes. We still had tantrums. We still had meltdowns. We still had fighting and yelling, you know, on the kids' part and the not listening on all the classic toddler things that just happen. But they didn't affect me like they had when I was not in as positive of a mindset. So being in that really positive place felt so great. And then, of course, here we are seven weeks after he was born, and I would be lying to you if I said that it has just been cloud nine ever since because it hasn't. We've had our hard days. I've had my nights of very little sleep, and we've even had a few colds go through the family. So we've had those really hard days and those big feelings on the toddlers. You know, I have a four and a two-year-old, so there's definitely been the days where things have been what felt like too much to juggle, too much to manage. And I found my mind going back into that space that I really, really, really don't like to be at. I've been there. I've had my moments that go back there. And all of a sudden, everything gets clouded with that darkness where every little thing that was, you know, moments ago, not a big deal, is suddenly the end of the world. The messes, the chores, the cooking, the cleaning, the maybe bad habits that annoy you by your children or your spouse or the dog, the dog shedding. I have a dog that sheds a lot. And it's funny because on on days that I'm in a good mood, it doesn't really bother me. And on days that I'm in a bad mood, I'm like, oh, this dog hair. And it just goes to show the difference of the mindset. And what have I done differently now that I know what it feels like to be on cloud nine versus what it feels like to be, you know, under the clouds, if you will, and in that darkness and in that really negative headspace. The difference is the perspective 
of where that negativity is coming from because I know where the positivity comes from. I know that it comes from God. I'm grateful for it. I am so beyond appreciative of my Catholic faith and everything that it teaches us about what to believe and, you know, how to surrender to God's will and how to offer up when we get sacrifices or crosses in our day-to-day life. I'm so grateful for that. But sometimes on the flip side of it, when we get these negative thoughts, it's almost like it's almost like we forget about the spiritual significance of it because it's easier to just succumb to the negativity. Honestly, what's easier? Letting yourself be Debbie Downer or putting in the proactive effort to bring yourself back into that positive headspace. It takes a lot of energy to bring yourself back out of negativity and into positivity. It is not easy. I am not here to say that it is easy or has ever been easy. It's not. So if you have someone who you're trying to talk into, you know, being less negative and being more positive, it's so much easier said than done. And it's not going to happen just by a flip of a switch. It's not going to happen just because they're going to say, okay, I'm going to be more positive. It's going to take a lot of prayer. And ultimately, it's going to take a lot of grace. And on their part, the part of the individual, it's going to take an understanding, like I said, of where the positivity comes from. And just as importantly, where the negativity comes from. So if we know that that is coming from the devil, it almost makes it a little bit easier to be like, not today, Satan, and to say, no way am I succumbing to that because I know that that's what you want. And I think maybe sometimes as Catholics, we get caught up in thinking, well, being negative isn't a sin, so it's fine. Okay, being negative in and of itself maybe isn't, although I would argue that that's kind of gray area because often it might make us speak and think uncharitably and, you know, that's all kind of borderline sinful. But again, I'm not here to judge or say what is or isn't a sin. I'm saying that often as Catholics, we might fall into the mindset of, well, being negative, I'm not hurting anyone, so it's fine. I'm just going to continue to be this way. I get it. I've had those days. But if we can recognize that it's coming from the devil, we might say, okay, I see what you're doing there. You want me to think this way because when I think this way, I'm that much more likely to snap at my kids or snap at my husband or when I think this way, I'm less likely to open up my Bible or to pray my rosary. When I think this way, I'm less likely to go do that extra act of charity for someone that maybe I would have done had I been in a more positive place. So those are just a few examples and I'm going to actually wrap this up because my little one is actually waking up. So... I'm needing to end this a little sooner than I thought, but maybe it's for the better because otherwise I would probably go on and on and on and on and on about this because it is so hugely important. It seriously encompasses like your entire life. That's how strongly a positive or a negative mindset influence everything. A negative mindset is going to hold you back from so many different things. It is going to hold you back from so much potential growth that God has in store for you. So if you're sitting in a place, whether it's chronic, whether it's constant, or whether it's just those occasional bad days, but maybe they're happening more often than you would like, and that's me right here raising my hand. I, again, I'm coming from a place of experience, not a place of perfection. If you're ever in that space, remind yourself where it's coming from and make resolution to be better because God has so much in store for you, not just for your own sanctification, 
but for those in your life. You, if you are a mother, have a job not just to raise your children and be a good and positive influence to them in this life, but ultimately your job is to get them to heaven. So if you are allowing yourself to be in a negative space, whether it's, you know, on occasion or more often than not, that might not be a direct sin or maybe you're thinking, oh, I don't do anything uncharitable to them. Like I still get the job done. I put food on the table. I clean the clothes, blah, blah, blah. But there's so much that you're missing out on and therefore so much that they're missing out on by you not being that positive light that God created you capable of being. He says to let your light shine. And again, the other scripture verse of whatever is good, think on these things and not being quick to anger. It's all over the Bible about being joyful and being happy. So while no, it may not be a direct terrible sin to be negative, there is so much in store for you that you are missing out on by not being positive and not fully embracing the light that you have been given As a Catholic, we have this beautiful grace of God living inside of us, and that is a huge responsibility. It's a huge privilege, and we need to be embracing that every single day and living it out to its fullest potential. Okay, now I'll get off my soapbox. That was a very passion-filled episode and I actually hear my little one kind of fussing now so I'm gonna I'm gonna go get him but I hope that that episode helped you I am just whoo there's gonna be some resources I'm gonna have to put together down the road to really just nail that into people's head of what a difference it is to have positive versus negative mindset okay I'm going to link one thing in the show notes. It's a different podcast of some actual tactical measures for thinking positively. So think of what I just said as like the spiritual foundation for a positive mindset. And then there's a girl I follow who has amazing mindset work. She has some trainings available and a podcast And I'm going to link that because that's really helpful to listen to as well. That's what I've been listening to that has sort of enlightened this more broadened, you know, umbrella of a spiritual approach to a positive mindset. Her approach isn't really touching on spirituality. So that's why mine serves as a foundation. And then you can go check hers out as well to sort of supplement what you heard today. Okay. Thank you so much, my friends. God bless you. I hope you have a great day. Hey friend, I know your time is valuable, so I sincerely appreciate you tuning in today. If you feel so inclined, I always appreciate reviews on the podcast and I will always welcome shout outs on social media. My Instagram handle as well as private Facebook community are both linked in the show notes. Or what would be the most helpful is if you could just keep me and my mission here with the Crunchy Catholic in your prayers. I would appreciate that above all else. And of course, you my friends are always in my prayers. God bless you.